and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Sonoma Sun FM presents live from Sonoma, California. Which, of course, in German means a whale's vagina. Tim Livingston. Hey, big time Timmy Jim. What's up? Pete Livingston. My name? Uh, uh, Pete. Uh, And Sam Livingston. Uh, I hate rabbits. Taking you into Mondays, the only way they know how. With love. I love you, Kick Puncher! Los Livingston Brothers on Sonoma Sun FM, KSVY 91.3, Sonoma. Bueno, 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 bueno. Bienvenidos a los Lenny's and Brothers que están aquí en KSBY 91.3 Sonoma. Sonoma. Nice. Thank you, Sam. Very nice. We're on show something. I don't know at this point. Um, I'm Tim, the man sitting next to me. This is Sam Well. Hello. Um, that is his given name. Uh, not to be confused with Samuel Tarley of the great uh, universe of Game of Thrones or the Song of Ice and Fire, if you all want to be those people, which we don't mind. We like those people. Uh, Peter will be joining us. He is uh, finishing up some things at the house, and then we'll be over here shortly with some stuff to talk about. Harrison will not be joining us. He is currently in the middle of streaming... Uh, Alpha Strike down in the South Bay. I think Milpitas, I want to say it is. Lapitas. Lapitas. No Lapitas. It's either Mountain View or Milpitas. Somewhere, somewhere there uh, down in the South Bay. Um, they just switched over to the AE for the for the end there uh, a couple hours ago. I want to say like 9, 9.30. When I was watching, it was still doing Marvel. So they're doing that right now. I'd like to thank the 324 people that are liking us right now on Facebook. Seriously, we, we really appreciate you guys liking us. and uh, it's, been, it's been fun. <laughs> We've done this for over three years now. and uh, Obviously, the great people here at KSUY has given us a home uh, to do this show on Sunday nights. and We're still doing it. We're still not tired of seeing each other every week at 11 p.m. So, uh, Well, not yet, anyway. Not yet. Yeah. Not, not yet. But, uh, but hey... It's fun times and uh, gotta love the the spirit of the radio. In fact, there's Harrison right now, uh, John Choi playing right now. So if you want to watch something while you listen to us, you can go to Twitch.tv/slash/iPlayWinner and check that out. John Choi, who doesn't really make too many appearances in the tournaments unless they're majors, coming out for a local one down there. So check that out. And uh, yeah, well, this should be that should be fun. But uh, Harrison probably will not be calling in tonight. Normally he tries to call in, but um, if he's if he's doing a tournament, uh, which sucks because tomorrow is Wyme Dojo, and it'd be nice to kind of hype it up a little bit. But uh, if not tonight, definitely next week because next week, mm-hmm. next week, you know what day it is? Next Sunday. It's your birthday next Sunday. You took the words right out oh of my, my mouth. Oh my god, it's Sam's birthday. He turns My mouth was agape. He turns, so no words could come out. Man, the gape. He turns 15, which is really weird. Did you say 15? I said 15. You know, you're not 15. You're turned 22. Oh god. You're an old man. Um I think you're an old man. Anyone looking for gift ideas? Anyone have any yes. de- ideas for Sam's birthday? 707-933-9133. We'll take all calls going forward. Um, the Olympics are officially over. The closing ceremonies took place earlier today in Sochi, Russia. Very interesting games. Um, not really a lot of excitement this time around for the U.S., although they've definitely tried to push it as such, but just kind of... I think from an overall feel, you know, standpoint, it wasn't exactly what they were looking for. Uh, but that all doesn't matter because now baseball starts this week and oh, Ooh, this holy week, crap, yeah, spring training games officially start this week. Um, I believe Wednesday is the first game. I actually have it on my calendar. I need to need to make sure I'm up to date here. Um, games do start this week. 
And on the calendar for the see the twenty fifth. What do we have here? Anything? Anything? No. Is the twenty sixth first game? Yes. So the first game of the season for the A's and Giants, they play each other at noon Pacific Standard Time. That'd be one o'clock out there in Scottsdale. And then on the East Coast at one PM, my former employers take on Philadelphia, that's a long trip for Philadelphia to go to Toronto. It's literally 10 miles away. No, it is. It's 10 miles away. Clearwater and Dunedin touch. So, like, the Phillies load up a couple of buses. They drive them over, and it's like a 15-minute bus ride right down US-19 there. So, uh, But, man, spring training starts on Wednesday. And it was cool because, um, I mean, Sam, Sam, big baseball fan. Um, you know, and, and things are starting to heat up, uh, locally with high school baseball. And then on top of that, uh, I think this week coming up, or if not this week, next week, uh, a motion on the new, uh, independent league team that's trying to come in and play at, uh, at, uh, Arnold Field here in Sonoma, Ooh. which will be a lot of fun. And, uh, and they're going to play in the same league as the team from San Rafael and a couple of other ones up the West Coast. So that will be good times, a lot of, lot of cool things there. And hopefully the, uh, you know, it sounds like it's a, it's a shoo-in at this point. Nothing's made completely official, but it seems like, I would say, the next couple of weeks I know we'll, we'll know more about it and can't wait to hear about it because, honestly, this is about as, uh, as cool a situation as it gets. So, that's happening, and then on top of that, we have uh, you know high school baseball starting up. Their first you know non league games in this week, and uh, and then on top of that, you know KFCY will start broadcasting the league games at the end of March, and that's the first Friday. That's March twenty eighth will be the first game, and I'll be there doing it. So I'm I'm totally stoked for it. Um, but yeah, you know, so baseball's coming up. Trying to think if there's really anything else. Sports is kind of dull right now because you're, you're in this lull. I mean, basketball is, is is all right, but right now after the All Star game, you know, I think people now the trading deadlines happen. A lot of people I think are waiting for the final couple of weeks of the season for the playoff push. It'll be a great playoff push out here um, in the West, but uh, fun times ahead once March April rolls around. Especially once March Madness starts up. Once March Madness starts up, it's uh, it's going to be something incredible. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. So, huh? But uh, hey, uh, let's see here. We have, you know, I mean, what what else? Sam, what do you have? Oh. What's on your What's on your plate? You had some stuff. I know you had some stuff. Oh, well. I don't know, just school. Yeah. That's that's a thing. What about like the the hobbyist in you? You're a man of hobbies. You enjoy um, computer games. You enjoy yeah. video games. You enjoy Magic: The Gathering. Ah. You enjoy um, many other things. Those are kind of the main ones. Mm-hmm. I think we just had like that double take look for like the homeless person that would come in <laughs> at any second. I think that we're gonna was... have to rank our our un, our like unexpected. Yeah, guests. that's right. We have not done that. Mia Coakley I... won. Um, drunken dude on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, two, homeless dude three. I guess I don't know. Hmm. Maybe homeless dude two. We'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, but anyways, yeah, I think there's some stuff. Yeah. Um, um, so, anyways, or were you going to say something? I mean, I'm, I'm in a situation now where, like, for uh, the listening audience, um, I mean, the Oscars are coming up next weekend. Yeah. I'm sure Pete will want to talk about that when he gets in because that's his jam. I know Pete wants to talk about... Um, uh, magic when he comes in because they had a grand prix this weekend uh oh, yes. i can't remember which one it was uh oh shoot he was linking me to it time to look at card value yeah and <laughs> and that's exactly what pete is looking at and pete's been kind of all over uh the card values lately 
And it's so it's so funny. Yeah. It's just like anything else. Uh, you know, we all, all, the, the whole thing about nerdist hobbies is that the fluctuations in value are so sharp. It's one of those things where, um, you know, and I guess this is the same for all hobbies. You know, like you know, like collectors, baseball, you know, all kinds of sports memorabilia, Hollywood memorabilia, all these things. There's not too much of an investment on a lot of that stuff. It's real. What's interesting to me is all these. You know, there's a lot of money that's get, gets put into uh, to to cards who have been around for a long time, and then all of a sudden. You know their value stagnates or it goes down because nobody uses them, and then one person uses it, gets good with it, and then you see the card value shot up. And that's kind of the same thing with uh, video games, right? All uh-huh. of a sudden, a video game becomes kind of sought after because it's rare and it was an afterthought for so many years. People got to go get that one. The most recent, yeah. the most recent one probably being Xenoblade Chronicles on a wide scale, but previously you had games like, uh, for whatever reason, Chrono Cross was a big deal. Even though the game was not that great, uh, mm-hmm. you had uh, Earthbound. Obviously, you had a couple other games in there, but the cult uh, classic that is. well, yeah, and the old cult idea, right? You know, so all of a sudden it becomes this great thing for people to uh, to uh, to have on them, and it's uh, it's tough because they want to hold on to it, they want to hold on to it, and sometimes you hold on to it too long. And the value dissipates. Like, there's a lot of people now who had their copies of Final Fantasy VII, right? Back in the day, it was a $200 game for an original black label copy of it. Uh huh. Right? And we used to have it. And we or used to we, have it, right? Or we do. Maybe. Yeah. And uh, now it's worth about 60 bucks, right? Right on. And that's because it's become digitized, it became a part of the PlayStation Network. So. Anybody who had a PlayStation would be able to download it and and have it, you know, forever. Yeah. And so, same thing with Earthbound. Earthbound recently made its way onto the uh, the Wii U store, and with that, uh, you know, the value of an actual hard copy of it came down. The Xenoblade one's the most interesting one because GameStop actually released new copies, asked Monolith Soft for new copies, yeah. and sold them at twice the original value. There was a $40 uh-huh. game, and they sold it for 80 because people who wanted it were paying 150 bucks on eBay or on second other, other secondhand sites to buy it. Yeah. And so Magic, which is which when Pete gets here, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that he, because he's kind of at the front lines of that. It's very similar in the sense that there's a couple of different formats, and those formats lend themselves to cards of certain, you know, certain values. And when things become available, or uh, you know, all of a sudden there's a card combination that someone finds, you see cards just shoot through the roof, and that's something that. If you're a uh, you know if you're someone who's constantly trying to be on the front lines, trying to be competitive, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting to kind of see the economics at work. Yeah, you know, it's kind of, it's like it's almost like uh, fighting games. We cover fighting games a lot, and you know what happens is it is a very fluid game in the sense that there are tiers, but what happens is if there is a tier for some you know a little bit too long. People start to try and figure out how to beat those top guys, and that's when the game gets really good because you don't need the game to adjust. It's the players who adjust, right? And so you see, like in Marvel, you see really interesting teams that nobody had thought of. That's where the Chris G. Morgan team came from. No one was using Morgan. He figured out the way to kind of break Morgan's uh, uh, doppelganger spell. And and when that happened, it turned you know it turned into one of the toughest things to beat in all of, of Marvel, and you have the same thing with Cami and Yoon and all these players for for AE. But now you're starting to see uh, some new like for you know for a while now Oni has become kind of a hotness, and that's I've an, noticed him, yeah. that's an that's an anticipation of Ultra to come. Like people want to play characters because the new version of, of Street Fighter is coming out in the next couple of months, and when that comes out, they want to be prepared for it. Um, and so with the little information that's out there, people, 
you know, at the top of the of the the competitive levels are out there saying, "Oh man, I'm going to get my my shot and and I really want to push with this character or this character." And turns out that even when that happens, the adjustments can be made off of those too. So, you know, I just love, you know, and and I think I love it mo- mostly because I'm a baseball fan and baseball's that way in that you have all these adjustments that can be made and like the meta games, the tiny games that are played within the the big game, and Magic is built on meta games. Like meta games are what drive Magic, mm-hmm. and those meta games really <laughs> can can be either thrown out wildly or they can can kind of be a stalwart for for some other things. And and what we're kind of seeing now is uh, with some of the cards that have been available in modern. Uh, it's really throwing everything for a loop. There's like if you look at the price fluctuations over the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of card values going up and down. So, like Sam, what are you looking at? You're looking at 14 right now. Yeah, actually, I was going to do 15, but now this computer is frozen. Sauron processors, 1990s computers. Anyways, oh, so M14, if you're wondering, is a format. Or no, it's a set from Magic the Gathering. And it's kind of like a collection of past cards and even a couple of new cards. Am I right? To an or, extent, right? Yeah. But anyways, cards that were originally not allowed in Standard are then allowed in the latest core set. So you have uh, Planeswalkers that are suddenly making a splash again and then people start using them. And cards that people held on to... Like, Archangel of Thune is now going for $30. Uh, it just doubled in value right. recently. Right. And, like, you know, before that, it was like it wasn't in standard, so it didn't cost as much. But then it became standard again, and then people wanted to use right. them. Because once a card becomes part of standard, then you can go back to any iteration of that card and use it in your deck. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's interesting. Like, there's a lot of cards... and. It's it's kind of the reverse of previous times because when a card got reprinted in um, in older Magic core sets, so fifth edition, sixth edition, I'm looking like that far. If it got reprinted, it actually lost value due to the fact that it's not as rare as the old cards. Because back in the day, Magic the prices of cards were not based on how popular they were in certain deck builds. They weren't really built on that. They were built more on on rarity and and just uh, just popularity in general. They weren't, and so like uh, all of a sudden, Ice Age comes out and Icy Manipulator gets uh, reprinted. It's still expensive, relatively. It's like ten, fifteen bucks at the time. But the unlimited version, which was the last time Icy Manipulator came out, uh, that's like a fifty dollar card. Right, and so those cards rise in value due to the fact that uh, you know they're not as sought after, or they're not as common as their their newest you know cards. But like you just said, a card like Archangel of Thune, which when it came out was a big time card, but it was only there for a year, so a cycle, a block cycle. Now all of a sudden, it becomes part of the core, and people are like, "Oh yeah, now I want that because there's a lot of things they can do now with the current standard." And yeah, it just goes up and up and up. What What are some of the other ones that have gone up in price? Oh, I don't know. Actually, no? uh, I haven't actually paid that much attention to it. But anyways, there's there's cool cards. I just hate that they switch out every year, and some of them return, like some of these planeswalkers. Uh, Otherwise, you're not gonna, you're not gonna want to hold on to them for long if you're gonna try and sell them. Yeah. Um, so, but anyways. Well, yeah, like. But uh, they're still good cards. It doesn't. Shout, shout doesn't out to Johnny, card of the pride. Mm-hmm. What up? Yeah, that one's pretty sweet. Um. Yeah, but um, Sam, what have you been playing lately? Have you been playing? Oh yeah. Anything? Uh. Well. Just touching on magic, I didn't do any deck building. I said I was going to, but then I got uh, switched from watching uh, YouTube fat pack openings, which are like, you know, uh, prepackaged sets of booster packs that are inside like little collector's boxes, and they're really cool. Right. But anyways, uh, after watching those, I suddenly thought, oh, what's going on Twitch.tv? 
you know, I'm going to watch uh, I Play Winner, and then, you know. Right. But anyways, speaking of video games, uh, well, I started playing that indie game, Legend of Grimrock. That one's really cool. Uh, it's a PC indie, and it's like kind of, if you look back at very old computer games and they did like first person perspective and it was sort of grid based and you had like a party of four and a uh, kind of in formation but it's all in real time and it's like with new graphics and it was really cool like german fantasy style just like super nice looking for an indie game anyways it's like classic old school challenge and it's really fun what's the style what's like the genre uh it's an rpg that's kind of like action uh yeah, it's kind of like a... It's just a dungeon crawler, basically. Okay. Is a real-time dungeon crawler. Is it like... um? You said it's first person? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. If you've seen them, like, you look at all those, like, old, like, 1980s, 90s MS-DOS like, games. Like, double dun- like double dungeons? Yeah, you know, yeah. That type of stuff? Oh, okay. Yeah, but those... it's in real time and monsters move around and stuff. It's like Gauntlet, but from the, the first person as opposed to the over-the-top stuff, kind of. Gauntlet was the original Gauntlet's one of the hardest things I've ever played. <laughs> I know. It was quarter muncher the game. Yeah, it, it was. was seriously Gauntlet Legends. It was literally if you wanted to live for a set amount of time you need to put in a quarter. Gauntlet Legends then came out and we were like, Yes, this is the greatest game ever and then yeah. it's still eight all our quarters. Mm-hmm. Um still fun. Still fun. Um anything else? I know you are you still on the mon- you're still on the Monster Hunter kick? I just got back on it after about a week. Uh Man, I really need to find others to play with. I mean, right. Pete's got it, and did you get it to me? Yeah, I still have it. I oh, need, you do? I need. I need to. I haven't played it though much. I have. Oh. I've been. Um, now I have some time here, but I've been. Whew. I should just. We should just play together, and then get you through the early quest. And yeah, get that, you new equipment. That might not be a bad idea. Basically, do old school fancy star online. Yes. Oh, good old fantasy. Star. If you're wondering, Monster Hunter is the Capcom game where you're fighting giant prehistoric dragons and crazy stuff like that oh yeah there's hella monsters yeah and they're actually really cool and they're clever and it's just it's kind of like an action mmo and it kind of stems off of fantasy star online what's the most it was the most popular game in on the wii in japan it sold the most copies yeah um like it was a huge deal and now monster hunter 4 is coming out and that Uh, looks even crazier and that looks even crazier (laughs) and it's even bigger deal in japan and it sold. Oh, it comes to the Wii U. It I'm, sold pretty good out here in the United States. Although it was like fairly okay. It wasn't. It wasn't a big deal out here. But um, it's now got niche and right. niche. Mm-hmm. It's now kind of a thing. Yeah, and, and so which is good. We right. need more of that. Right. And and that's and that's and you know that's the thing. It, it goes back to all those niche games, all those cult games. It's how much money do does it need to make in order for Nintendo want to spend the money to to make it. A U.S. game, and uh, that's not happening as much as it used to. Back in the olden days, there was games that were coming over from Japan regularly, and uh-huh. I think that nowadays, because of what's happened in the past, you're just not seeing it. And I think you're seeing it happen like a generation after the fact, or two generations after the fact. Those games get released as kind of retro games, which kind of yeah. sucks. I mean, to be honest with you, but. Uh, that they get, I'm like sorry. they get released after the fact. Um, oh, you mean you know, re-released? Not re-released. Yeah, well, like Earthbound, right? Yeah, like Earthbound didn't get a secondary release until oh, a year like ago. a long right, time. Right. Yeah, um, which is a shame. It could have just suddenly re-sparked something great over right. here, and now it's just like, oh, cool, we finally get it. But but that's sure. that's kind of been the case with a lot of games. Um, not that it's not successful. It's actually no. been very successful. Well, like, um, well, Metal Gear Solid when it came out, people like co- people were like wondering what the hell Kojima was doing. Like they really were afraid that they put all this money into this game and were not sure what the uh, uh, what the return on it was going to be. And then it turned into like the one of the greatest <laughs> franchises on U.S. soil. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. What are some are there other games you can think of besides you know the Biggies or the Mother series like Xenoblade Chronicles? Uh huh. Um, There's also the Last Story. It's called right, which okay. I've never played, and that actually might be worth checking out sometime in the future. And it seems like it's more Nintendo than anything else. 
Uh, or PlayStation. And PlayStation yeah, gets that. Atlas was a big deal, right? Yeah, Atlas, Atlas, is Atlas really was cool. was the company that was taking all these games that were either uh, that were it was failing. Like Atlas as a company was failing, and then someone got the bright idea about um, about taking these little known Japanese games uh, where they didn't have to put too much money into it. They just had to do the translations. And had them get released over here in the United States, and they started actually becoming profitable. It was crazy. Yeah, um, that allowed them to make uh, 3D Dot Game Heroes was one of my favorite games oh. of the last few years. Yeah, that one's really fun. The 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 block the block Zelda clone, which uh, it's it's a tribute, but yeah, it tribute. plays like almost exactly like Zelda, so old school Zelda. It's pretty, and it's a pretty incredible game too. Definitely should check that out. Um, trying to think what else. And then they did like those Shin Megami yeah, Tensei. Yeah, they did the Shin Megami Tensei. Like the Tensei's. hardcore turn-based RPGs. Persona. They did. Um, what was there? Was a couple other ones they did. Oh yeah, they did that uh, one. One. What was the? It was a woman's name. Uh, it was a big deal when it came out. Cause it was all racy. I can't remember the name of it though. Uh, Bayonetta. No, oh, no, 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 that's no, no, no. Games. No, it came out like li- like literally only a couple years ago. That start with a C. I might be wrong, but Catherine. Catherine, yeah, Catherine. Oh, yeah, Catherine. They were that. Um, but they also early on weren't they the guys that teamed up with the Neo Geo guys and did like the King of Fighters? I thought they did the, a lot of Neo Geo games too. Oh, Atlas might have done that. I think maybe. that was Atlas. I'm trying to remember. There's Playmore. That Playmore. Oh, that was SNK. Playmore. That was the team with SNK, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was trying to think, but but that's that's kind of a niche thing. Like we're all we're all <laughs> big time into those games just because they're a lot different than what's out there. But and because they're a lot like the ones that we grew up with, right? Which is, yeah. We, I mean, I get it. That's probably we're probably kicker. not gonna. That's probably not gonna be the huge thing, unless if it strikes again, it won't be for like right. decades. Right. Right. Whoops! I accidentally popped up the cart. My oh boy! The card was removed. Press the home button. Cool. Nice Whoops. work, Sam. Stay hot, kid. <laughs> it's so. okay. It's only twenty-five minutes into fighting a giant monster. Oh, That's God. really cool. Um, if if we had Pete in here, I would have told him to get. Minutes. Um, I would have told him to get. Uh, uh, twenty-five minutes for what? No, that was how much time. Well, like when I was last playing this earlier today. That's how far into the oh. mission I was. Oh, I see. Okay, I thought that it was going like, to take twenty-five minutes for it to start up or something. It's like what? No, what is that crap? <laughs> Um, no, no. With it, there was a, a WWE pay-per-view tonight, and we would have loved to have Neo on. We weren't able oh, to get a hold yeah. of him. But we're going to have him on. I'm going to try and do this um, in the next couple of weeks. I want to have him on. I don't know if we'll try and do it simultaneously, but uh, I'm going to have him on. I'm going to have uh, Eric Ritz from Saguna Kaida on. Um, I want to have a couple people on because... WrestleMania coming up in six weeks, uh, big deal. And also, the WWE Network is about to release. It's releasing in six and a half hours. Uh, and by the time you guys listen to this, if this is not live, it will be already ready for you to download. And there's a lot of guys who grew up with wrestling, like myself, who are kind of stoked for it and really excited to see what that's going to be like and the hidden gems that people are going to automatically start digging through because. The WWE is going to start opening up their entire library for people to look at. So that'll oh, be cool. Yeah. That'll be really cool. Uh, for only ten bucks a month. So yeah, that's actually a little bit more sweet. than Netflix, right? Netflix mm-hmm. being a ten dollar a month, about eight bucks a month now for service. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to be freaking sweet. So um, yeah, March will be fun because March will have you know the lead up to the start of the Major League Baseball season. It'll have March Madness. Uh, it will have the lead up to the NBA playoffs, and we'll have you know lead up to WrestleMania. So I think in the coming weeks we will we'll try and get Neo back on, and we'll get to Eric on to talk about that. Eric will also talk about the Giants too because you know he's a big Giants fan. We'll try mm-hmm. and, you know and we'll 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 try and get some more people on because I think that I think that would be really cool to to get some some guests back on. We were really guest heavy before and. Uh, and it was it was cool to kind of have some guests on. And when Neil came on after the Royal Rumble uh, four weeks ago, that was a lot of fun to to hear from him again, knowing that he was uh, 
definitely on top of things. So, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, read that. That's no, that's good. You gotta read this. Okay, so we have a Colbert quote from Colbert Report. He said (laughs) on some news, uh, something happened in the news. He says, "Quote: Security forces were drawn to the area by the sound of the explosion and arrested 22 survivors, including the mastermind of the group, Wiley Al Coyote." (laughs) That's pretty incredible. Oh wow! And uh, oh, Wiley, and um. But go ahead. We did a gift. Actually, on top of that, we did a gift exchange with a couple of my, uh, couple of my buddies, including some friends that Eric and I hang out with. And uh, as part of the gift exchange, we, I got the second volume, the Golden Collection of Looney Tunes, which includes like an entire disc of nothing yeah. but Roadrunner and Tweety and Sylvester. So I'm freaking stoked to be watching that. That's for damn sure. Nice. And, and that'll be something I want my kids to watch. Oh yeah. So, man, those are sweet. Yes, they are. Also, uh, man, shouts to NASCAR um, to an extent. Shouts to Dale Jr. Dale Jr. winning tonight. Congrats. Oh, yeah. Daytona 500 once again delayed by rain, but this time they actually finished the race on Sunday. Uh, two years ago, the rain was so bad with the pot and the pothole and all that stuff, they actually had to postpone it until Monday, which has never happened. But they were able to get it done tonight, and Dale won by the skin of his teeth. Right on. And, uh, you know, it's pretty pretty, uh, pretty cool stuff. But, yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, sports right now, the Olympics, the U.S. lost in hockey. That was that was crappy. Lost one nothing. Canada raked, you know, raked some, you know, the U.S. over the coals. Um, Cartman is? Cartman is what? Cartman is? No, no. Cartman is? Ah, you mean Mr. Cartman is? Oh, yeah, yeah. He reaches those kids. Oh, man. God. Oh, yeah, that was... They're um, still the best. I just... Oh, oh yeah, no. South Park gets it done. Oh, let's oh, talk about this. Go. Let's here talk about this. Okay. So Twitch, who we love because I play winner, uh-huh. and also because Harrison, and also because, you know, I play winner, um... They have now gotten into this thing where Twitch users are playing video games through the comments through the comments section. So the first one they did this with was Pokemon Red, which I thought was odd. Oh boy. But now you want to talk they're doing it with the Legend of Zelda. So so the Pokemon Red thing happened, I think, last week was when it started up. and uh, But basically what happens is people sign in, and I, th- I think the way it looks, uh, it, it looks like you're typing in. The thing is, when you're uh, in the chat, you literally type in the command, which is either A, B, uh, up, down, left, or right. And then there's also select and start, but as soon as your comment is registered through whatever program this is that they're using, it becomes the next input for controlling the character. But this is the problem with that. Let's mm. say you have a hundred, or in this case, a thousand users trying to do this, like you're doing right now. Uh huh. You're having inputs put in at a ridiculously fast rate. And everybody who wants to do something can immediately see their command become nullified because of it. And, like, it's just become crazy. Like, people have been posting videos, and, you know, because obviously they've been, uh, they've been recording this. But it's just so weird to see, like, this is actually happening. Like, it's a phenomenon that people, like, thousands of people are wirelessly playing a one player game. Right? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't I guess I don't get the appeal of it. I'm trying I can. To... I just I I don't know. Like what what's the appeal to you? What do you think? Uh I don't know. Let me think. Uh I think just being fascinated with overcoming stuff through like being able to interact live right. with something that everybody else is watching. I guess you're like kind of a part of the experience or something like that. That makes well, I mean, that makes sense. People want to be a part of something new, and this is kind of the new craze in in video games. But I just, I guess, 
And and the 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 headline on Kotaku says it all. It's an exercise in a study in frustration. And my whole thing with that is, yeah, study of frustration. But uh, I guess for me, how how far do you go before it becomes like that much of an issue, right? Because like I think people are understanding now. It's like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, and then all of a sudden you're going one way, or you're doing this, and then all of a sudden you die. And you're like, what the hell happened? Why did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> So I think it's also just really funny to see what the character does in certain situations. It's just like, oh, oh, why did? It? <laughs> right. Oh my God, you did it! How right. did you do that? And then, oh no, there's uh, there's some there's crazy. some incredible Schadenfreude here, without a doubt. Um, that was cool. Some dude on someone on Etsy, I don't know if it's a dude, uh, are doing uh, math and science cutting boards. To and there's some really awesome ones like they have pi and then they have the number pi out to like a thousand decimal places or something like that and it's a cutting board but uh, pretty cool stuff and then uh, let's see what else there was a couple other things in, in craziness this week for, for like video games and stuff like that um, mm, was, it, was it Titanfall is that the game sure yeah, Titanfall. That's the game. Everybody's going crazy about it. Um, I never, I'll never understand. I'll never understand why people are going crazy over something just because it looks so good. I'll never understand that. I know. I was In like, okay, years, cool. I mean, I get. Million years. It was like the first big next gen game that's like, you know, a thing. Right. But then it was also like, well, okay, it still plays exactly like Call of Duty. And they're and they're even all... the mechs control like Call of Duty. But they're like, but they're only a few hours each too. Like there's not a there's yeah. not an experience to it. It's I don't know. It's just and an... and I guess I guess if it's a good story, like Harrison brought this up with uh, the Last of Us, and it's a short game, quote unquote, but it's visually appealing. And then on top of that, there's you know way too much from a. Uh, uh, there's not a it's not a long story, but then on top of that, you get to see uh, some really cool gaming technology as part of it. But uh, you know, like people people are went crazy over it just because it was a, a good looking game. But the story was was great in that, and it was a short game, but people loved it because of the story. What was it called? I'm sorry, The Last I'm, of Us, the zombie. Yeah, game. yeah. Okay, that one's cool. I mean, that one's like. I don't know. That one was just different. Right. But, well, uh, I mean, I don't know. Go ahead. I didn't play it. That's okay. <laughs> no, but that's like, um, like uh, that's why everybody was into the Uncharted games was because of the story. And yeah. To me, it was Indiana Jones Light, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and I, totally. pl- I played it. And, you know, I got through... Most of the first one, but I didn't really like it. And I played around with some of the second one. It's just, it wasn't my thing. I wasn't a big fan of it. It was kind of like Shadows of the Colossus. Like Harrison talked about how for, for him, Shadows of the Colossus was like people, un- you understand why people thought it was a great game, but the controls were so crazy on it that unless you were one of those guys who can totally get the controls, you're just going to be frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. And he was totally frustrated by it. So, uh, makes sense that, you know, it's it's so weird what takes our appeals, like what makes us feel a certain game is better than others or gets us into the feel of a game more than others. And, uh-huh. you know, most people want, like some people think of nostalgia. Some people think of graphics. Some people think of gameplay. Some people think of story. Uh, you know, some people think of a lot of different things that go into games, but... A lot of it just kind of comes down to your personal preference, and that's why you have us talking about like Atlas Games and Xenoblade Chronicles, uh-huh. while other guys are talking about like the latest Call of Duties or the latest, you know, Grand Theft Autos or what have you. And you know, they're they're definitely fun games, and and they're definitely games that people enjoy, obviously, because they make billions of dollars now. But you know, to some of us. We we look for a little bit more. Jack Black, man. You know Jack Black's almost fifty. What? I seriously thought he's just like go thirty. To, go to Wikipedia. Go to Wikipedia right now and just look up Jack Black because 
All I right. think I remember hearing him. Uh, like he either just turned or he's about to turn forty-eight. Okay, which is crazy to me. Oh, uh, let's see. Born. He's forty-four. He's forty-four. He's 44. That's crazy to me that Jack Black is 44 he years old. He still looks like he's just like 30. Yeah. So that's, I applaud him. He's 44 him. years old. 44. That means when he was doing Tenacious D, he was almost 30. That's Man. just crazy to me. And he hasn't, like, his look has not changed. <laughs> it hasn't. It hasn't like, changed. He's literally just a god of rock that yeah. basically just doesn't age. He just walks among us. And we're coming up, we're in the, we're coming up on the 20th year of Tenacious D being a band. That's pretty incredible if you think about it. 20 yeah. years. Uh, although their next album probably won't come out for a couple of years. They, they're the the guys who are putting on the comedy festival down, I don't think it was in San Francisco, but one down in Santa Monica. That was a big deal last year. Uh, but man, Tenacious D has been... You want to talk about the cult? Yeah. Yeah, they're freaking great. Uh, we're just going all over the place right now. Oh, I know. It's, I think that if we had more of like, I don't know, a third brother yeah, to go and I keep a Pete, discussion in Pete, a direction. You. Pete, oh, there's Pete. Pete says he'll be there for the last half hour. Oh, that was like right as we started. No wonder I didn't see it. Uh, well, that's okay. That's okay. No panic. We'll no be, biggie. We'll no biggie. Be there. Yeah, Pete. What the, what the hell, Pete? What the hell, Pete? Now nah, he'll be here pretty pretty quickly. Because um, he does. He wants to talk magic, like he said. And I wanted to wait to talk magic, because I know he wants to talk magic, because that's all he's been talking about mm-hmm. the last month is magic. Yeah. Magic this, magic that. Um, oh, magic. Um, I've, I've been watching. I've been catching up on TV. Okay, so let me think about this. Uh, House of Cards. I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but most people have now caught up to and watched all 13 episodes of the second season. And I just, uh, I didn't, wasn't feeling it this time around. Okay. Uh, wasn't my thing. And, uh, you know, for me, I was kind of just waiting for there, there to be something a little bit bigger than it was. Hold on just a second here. Oh, oh. I thought I was going to sneeze. Oh. thought I was going to sneeze. He sneezed. I sneezed. I sneezed. Nobody heard that. I turned off all the mics so that nobody heard me sneeze. Where do people find these, like, things? Uh, what? Ridiculously cute squirrels. This isn't fair. Sam's just like, oh, dude, it's like ridiculous. It's just um, Facebook, if you're wondering. But we're so just, I did. We're going to post more. So this week, I, I finished House of Cards on Saturday. And then I had, baske- I had basketball stuff last week. And then I decided to burn my way through Burn of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which was, it's a great show. Uh, it's kind of weird to see. It's one of those shows that ended better in its last couple of seasons than, um, bef- than beforehand, which is really weird because Seinfeld, for a lot of people, was the opposite. It was that um, Seinfeld... Uh, Ended somewhat badly because Larry David had left. Meanwhile, Curb so, sort of got better yeah. as it went along. Yeah. But I will say this, and there will be people who listen to this and be like, what the hell is he talking about? For Curb fans, it quote-unquote started picking up when Leon came on, right? So okay. it's 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 you know Larry's interactions with the black guy, which was a big deal. And then seventh season was about the Seinfeld reunion, and so in effect, I think I think this was Larry kind of not leaning on old tricks because Leon became a character going forward. But like if you watch Seinfeld and you watch Curb back to back, there's kind of this idea that Seinfeld was kind of resting on its laurels the last couple of years uh-huh instead of coming up, come kind of coming up with new stuff but then at the same time because it was what it you know what it was for the first few years it got such a huge audience that people went crazy for it regardless and curb was kind of that same way if you're a big curb fan you're going to go crazy for it regardless um and there were some legitimately hilarious things that happened in the final couple of seasons and it's a great show uh and then you know next week 
when Harrison gets back, he and I are going to be all over True Detective because that show has been, uh, man, that's crazy. It's a, it's a, it's based on a series of books, and uh, about uh, about it, it takes place. This they're they're kind of turning into mini series. So this um, this uh, one is eight episodes. And it's Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson, as Harrison talked about. And people started going crazy for it after the fourth episode, which was two weeks ago, because it did this very long tracking shot that lasted about six minutes. And people are going crazy for uh, about it from a cinematography standpoint. But what's happened since then has also been remarkable just because all of a sudden Matthew McConaughey has turned into one of the great American actors and I did not see this coming. Like I made the joke to one of my friends the other night that Wooderson is, is taking the title of best actor on TV away from Brian Cranston, you know, and that's high, you know, that's, that's pretty high praise considering Mad Men's still on the air. And, and obviously the dude, John Hamm is, is, is killing it, killing it as my boy, Don Draper. But my thing with that show in particular is that it's a miniseries, and so you can condense it. And this is why people loved American Horror Story. Was the reason mm-hmm. why American people love people love American Horror Story was that it was condensed into one season, and because it's told from a miniseries standpoint, you get more out of it each season. Whereas with you know conventional TV. You're building upon one season for the next and so on and so on. And some people can kind of get less lost in the long term and kind of take away. And I think that's what people saw with House of Cards. And it's interesting that these two shows are going up against each other right now. Because House of Cards is being seen as a bridge to whatever's going to happen in season three. Whereas uh, you look at something like True Detective, it's got to tell us in in entire story in eight episodes so it's only got eight hours to tell its story so you get the best parts of it you get to tell the best story and i know you're not you're not a big tv guy i know i should sam's not really the biggest tv guy in the world and it's really funny i just realized as i was talking about it's like you know pete's a tv guy you know harrison's a tv guy if i watched it with others like i've sat down and watched archer with you guys and it's like i love it right but i just i find myself looking at stuff on like youtube or like twitch or something like that that's just how i am what the hell is pete doing yeah good call pete pete Pete, you don't know what half an hour we're going to the chive what the hell? There's Pete. I mean, hey! Oh, hey, Tineth. What the hell? Crazy man. Special oh, uninvited, semi-uninvited guest. What the hell, made Pete? His way in. You said half hour! My bad. You don't know what half hour is? We got caught up talking talking rugby. Oh, rugby? Here, I'll give you this. Okay. Ruggers? Yeah. Ruggers? Very nice. Welcome, Pete. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Pete's 50, min- 50 minutes yeah, late. Sorry. My headphones. Can you turn up my headphones? I don't know which ones you have. Four. Now I'm looking at unrelated. Thank you. Faux. Faux, faux, Cheeseburger. Welcome, gone. Pete. So, great. Tyler. Welcome. Tyler Nethaway, welcome to the show. Appreciate you. Speaking of the microphone. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Tyler. <laughs> so, what have <laughs> oh, we I covered you hand that mic over. thus okay. far? Yeah, you could. I don't. We we talked about like everything outside of magic. There's nothing in sports. No one. The Olympics were not that great. Hey, Olympics. Eh. They're kind of eh. Uh, we talked about the Olympics. We talked about um. We talked about video games because Sam was talking about playing uh, an indie game that he liked. What was the name of it? Legend of Grimrock. And it, it was, was okay. yeah. and it was kind of like one of those old '80s dungeon crawlers, the okay. first person ones, like double dungeons that we used to play. And so that got us on a tangent about um, video games and like the cult series and how those came about. I just noticed something. Uh oh. Go ahead. In our presence. Yeah. Our firefighter extraordinaire. That's right. Chief <laughs> meteorologist Tyler Nethaway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. On top of the oh, audio that. unit. Yeah, you got a helmet. We have a fireman's helmet. An official. 
fire department helmet. Junior firefighter fire I, department. I think somebody should be wearing the helmet no, right now. No, no. Oh, <laughs> Tim's throwing things. Tim is furious. It's covering the camera. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Sam, you can try it on first. Do you really I, think I, I Sam's on head's it? huge. Right. I revisited a few uh, movies the past week. Yeah, uh, last night I watched. For the Go- first time in a few years, Go- I watched Goon. Yeah, which is you know. which that movie is unbelievable. I'm trying to I'm trying I'm trying to watch that once every couple of months. Like I watched that. Um, oh, I watched Slapshot. I think it was end of end of December or beginning of January, and then of course I had to watch Goon right after it. For sure. Can we just check? The, I just want to check this mic. See how it sounds. Sure. Hello. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all right. Doesn't sound doesn't sound like good. Yeah. It's not yeah. the best. No. Okay. I'll use it. You're going to use it? You can seriously just share this one. This one's okay. fine. Nah, I can share it. It's fine. Okay. All right. We want audio goodness. So, <laughs> but yeah, Goon. Really good. We've talked about it before on it's the show. incredible. Sean William Scott. Really, really good movie. Really good movie. Based on a true story. Yes. Really funny. I forgot how funny that movie yes, was. Yes, it is great. The commentary. That guy's great. He totally, he totally had watched Slapshot oh, yeah. before. He was so great. He was so great. Um, and then um, uh, Kim Coates as a coach. He's he's terrific. That movie so funny. That movie made me wish that I was either Canadian. Yes. Or <laughs> it made me wish that I was from like the Dakotas or some northern state, northern yeah. Canadian bordering. State because I was just like these guys. They talk awesome and they're just like ultra polite. And I would. I was like hockey. my whole thing is I would have loved to be in northeastern Canada and like do a year of broadcasting hockey. Oh, up there. that would be so much fun, dude! That would be so much fun. I, I love everything love... about hockey. Yeah. I love the 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 color guys. I love the players. Except the for coaches. when the U.S. loses, then they lost in the in the bronze because they weren't playing for the gold. Finland took them. You could tell when you lose five zero like that. Yeah. You can tell that. They well, were they a they they threw everything they could at Canada, and Canada was like, no, Definitely. no. Um, but yeah, so Goon, great. And then other movies. Oh Lord, what was the other movie that I watched? Can't Has remember. Anybody seen Lone Soldier yet? Lone Soldier? No, no. I heard it was crazy. Very, very good. I heard it's crazy. Which one was Lone Soldier? The Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Not so. Crazy. Like, there are some scenes that are, like, hard to watch in that. Yeah, apparently uh, the stuntman did that for real. I don't know. For me, the hardest war scene to watch was Saving Private Ryan. Obviously, but falling was the dude getting stabbed in Saving Private Ryan. Yes, Uh, that was totally gruesome. That is why I've only I've only seen that movie once, and we've talked about that on there. I've only seen it once, and it's because of that scene. Cannot I cannot watch it again. Yeah, I tried revisiting just that scene on YouTube. I was like, you know what? I haven't seen this since like freshman year. All right. I'm going to watch this scene right. and see if it still affects me the same way. Yeah, it's crazy. And I was so incredibly furious that I like, okay. Yeah. For like days. Right. Affected me for like days. No, that whole final battle was just like so hard. It's it's gut wrenching. It, it is. It's just like it was it was on TNT, I wanna say like a month and a half ago, and um they had just found Ryan. So it's right before that part. Yeah. And I remember just sitting there going, I was like, do I really want to sit there and watch this? Because nice jammies. Oh, yes. Because, like... Christmas jammies. <laughs> because, like, the movie itself is so well done. So, so, so well done. Yeah, I love the movie. But you just... There's so... There's a couple of scenes. A couple of scenes coming up that I just knew. I was like, Ugh. and that And that scene came up. For sure. It's like, it was so tough to watch that scene. Um, uh Man, oh man! But that, yeah, those were the movies. Cool. They're, I can't. I don't know why. I started watching Bad or not Bad Boys. It might have been called Bad Boys. It's a Sean Penn movie back from like the eighties. You know what I noticed about eighties movies is that they're kind of unnecessarily long, except for like late late seventies, early eighties uh, films. For whatever reason, like okay, this is like a two and a half hour movie, and you watch it. And it, the whole first act traditionally is supposed to be about 15 minutes, 15, uh-huh. 20 minutes. They drag it on for like 40 minutes. 
Weird. You know, just just like scenes are unnecessarily long. Like they're nothing will be happening, but it's just like let's film these guys walking around the block, around the corner, and it's just like why? Like you don't need the exposition. You know man. what? I, it's just like ugh. the uh, movies back then were unnecessarily long. Right. They started. They started cutting them down uh, with the blockbusters of the the mid eighties. The although it's really the weird action like, films. The action films, it. which is takes me to my counterpoint. So I watched two movies this past week. I watched The Expendables two. Yes, and I watched The Last Stand. All right. Okay. So Expendables two not as good as the first. Okay. Uh, Last Stand though. Is like, is like one of those weird, perfect, crappy action movies that you can just throw on there, and you'll be somewhat entertained. Is that the Bob De Niro? No, that is Killing Season. Okay. That I was not entertained by. <laughs> that you're more more mortified I, by that movie. I, that movie is so Private terrible. Um, the movie, the movie I'm talking about is the Arnold Schwarzenegger sheriff of a small town in Arizona. Uh, yes, I, I've seen that, and I've passed over it many times in Netflix. Right, the last few nights. Uh, it was uh, it was funny because I sat there thinking, it's like when I heard it had come out, uh, that movie, and then the movie he did was uh, Stallone, where they escaped from that prison. Those like came out at the same time. Yes. And so for me, it was like I was trying to, yeah. Shouts to Anna Kim for taking that photo of us. Appreciate appreciate it. Um, What are you guys looking at? uh, Everything. We're we're not. We're we're looking at life. (laughs) If nobody knows, I'm looking at the Los Livingston Brothers. uh, Yeah, Facebook Facebook page. page. They're in a 24 life. We're looking at the. Hawaiian yeah, countryside. The Hawaiian badass picture. Right. right. Yeah. Um, there were hot Hawaiian surfer women. On all three different directions? Yes. They're all, <laughs> all looking somewhere else. <laughs> we were just grimacing at the fact Pants? we had to deal with all of them offset. Right. We exactly. Were just looking. Ex- entertainment. entertainment. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Mike, I... I Saw, I think it was on ESPN that Mike Trout is trying to get his deal done before the start. Well, the Angels are trying to, yeah. No, Mike Trout wants. Well, to get he the deal because done. he doesn't want to talk about it. It was really funny because the 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 first so on. I think it was Friday night or Saturday morning. The first report came out of the six year, hundred fifty million dollar figure that was being thrown out, and like Trout was asked to comment. He's like, I got nothing to say. I just think it's hilarious. Like he was laughing about it because. Like, For six years, one hundred and fifty million. Yeah, six years, one hundred and fifty million. So the idea is it buys out a non-arbitration year, three arbitration years, and two years of free agency. And the idea is that the two years of free agency had up to ninety million dollars. Need to play baseball. Your thoughts? Why not? Why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> True statement. Um, Personally, I like trout fishing. I love trout fishing. Trout is very tasty. Trout is delicious. <laughs> and I am <laughs> trout is delicious if, if, if caught from the right from the right uh, pond. Right, right, right. Um, I am really. I, I I love me some trout. Yeah. Um, we were talking. We and talked I'm about right. how baseball starts Wednesday for spring training, which I'm stoked for. That's exciting. Are you are you going down to Arizona at all? Oh me? Yeah. Uh, you. Oh, why not? Right. Right. Why not? Let's do this. I'd love to. That'd Most be cool. Los Livingston Brothers. Los Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes. Yeah. Los Looney Tunes. I like it. Los Looney Tunes. Knows what I'm talking about. But, uh, A's yeah. Giants at 12 p.m. <laughs> on Wednesday. And then uh, Blue Jays at 10. There's so. actually really something really important in uh, sports this uh, today, actually. Maybe Sam could figure it out. Anybody? What? The Olympics? No. Are they over? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As of this morning, they were over. No, I was just watching the news over there. Oh, that's right. You saw it, right? Jason. Uh, oh, Jason Collins. Collins. Yeah, that was cool. Got signed by the Nets. Yeah. They say it's uh, as important as Jackie Robinson joining baseball. So. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Yep. Very interesting. What do you think? He's thirty-four. Four. Yeah. Struggling Nets, 
that's why they signed him. It was a ten day contract. Yeah, so I mean, he's if anything, uh, he 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 played some minutes tonight, but yes, there's talks that they're probably just going to sign him to like ten day contracts, maybe the rest of the year if it continues to be like this. Because Brooke Lopez is not coming back; he's done for the year, which sucks. Yeah, talk about bad franchises. Yeah, <laughs> um, so funny. Um, we'll talk a little. What time is it? Midnight. Midnight. Midnight on the dot. Okay. No. We'll talk really quickly. Little MT, MTG. Right. Little Magic. Grand Prix. What was the Grand Prix this weekend? I want to say it was in Paris. 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 Oh. I, I think. I may be wrong. Uh, we can always check that out. Right. But it is the Sam, start check it out. of Wizards. the modern uh, Pro Tour. And this was a big deal because it's one of the first times where uh, they're really featuring the modern format. I'll get to it just a sec. And the biggest thing was there was an unbanning and banning. The banning being uh, Deathrite Shaman, which they went and nixed. Why was that? They thought it was too prominent in certain decks. So go ahead and tell me again. We just wanted to see what the Grand Prix was from this weekend, Sam. Where was it? That was the only thing. So the unbanning, the unbanned... Bitter Blossom. Bitter Blossom. Which is crazy. Which was a big one. Crazy. Mostly it's for financial reasons why I'm really going to talk about this. As far as what one and stuff, I don't really care. But that was something that went from $15. It went up to $80. (laughs) And up until this weekend, it's still at $75. And it didn't appear at all. None. Had no impact whatsoever. And I think that's because it was too close to the Grand Prix. No. No? This isn't good enough. It's not good enough. So this was uh, the, that weekend. Oh, no. Oh, it was it was the last weekend? Uh... I'm confused. What? I'm confused. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Who cares? Something. Who gives a rat's ass where it was? Something. There was a it Grand happened Prix. happened this weekend. It happened. Magic was played. Go. But yeah. It's okay. Never mind. We don't talk about it. So, cards. What happened? So, Bitter Blossom came down or came came back. What was the other one that came back that was a big deal? Wild... Nakadi, Nakadal, something. I'm going back to my like my notes. It's all right. No, so never mind. We'll talk about it later. You sure? Yeah. There's, okay. Is there anything else? Uh, I don't know. You guys got anything? I'm thirsty. You're thirsty. <laughs> Are you thirsty for an adult beverage or a non-adult beverage? Either. Ooh. I could, I could run down there and grab something. So. Well, no. we're wrapping up. We're yeah. We're we're about to end this thing. Uh, what we got? Oh, Oscars next week. Oh, whatever, huh? I mean, I just had no idea that it was going on. Right. Sam's birthday's next week. Yes. Oh, boy, what's the plan? Midterms, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you don't have midterms all weekend. Uh, it's. On Monday. Yeah, but that's not Saturday, Friday, or Sunday. (laughs) That is make sure I don't F up my midterm exam, which is going to be followed by another one in a couple weeks later in the same class. Uh, What was the other stuff? Um, (sighs) We talked about how um, there's the pay-per-view tonight. We should have tried to get Neo on, but later time. That we'll get, it's the money one. What's it called? No, this was Elimination Chamber. Oh, Elimination. Uh, Chamber. We'll get we'll get him on to talk about WrestleMania though. I want to get him on. We'll get Eric on. Um, All right. We'll talk about that. What was the other one? Um, what was well, there was one. Oh yeah, and the network comes out tomorrow. That's a big deal. WWE Network starts up tomorrow, and then uh, Why Me Dojo tomorrow too. Tyler, do you have anything? Tyler, do you have anything? Yeah, actually, uh, we're gonna retract to the Oscar. Okay. Uh, who is Oscar? Got That's a, a great question, actually. Yeah, nobody knows it, right? Who is Oscar? No, no, don't know at all. And why is there? A, why does he have a statue? Yeah, what? Why is he no no hair? And does it in any way resemble him? No clue. I don't know. 
Looks like a sarcophagus. He, he looks like an he looks like an uptight individual. Right. Very straight. No no hair at all. I he's he's like a Ken doll. Exactly. Like Ken doll crotch. Yeah yeah no crotch. God. <laughs> you're right. You're right. No eyes. Nothing. Has a very blank blank Ooh. look on his face. All right, we're out of here. Crazy. Everybody's burnt out. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we're done. We'll be back next week. It'll be Sam's birthday for our show next week. Hooray. Hey. He finally has a birthday fall on the show. I've had a birthday fall on my show. That's Pete's right. had a birthday on fall the show. on the show. Wow. This will be the the final of the three, having a birthday fall oh, on the show. Oh, I have Magic show. Draft on the air. <laughs> there you go. Birthday Maybe. present. Um, but yeah. Uh, Wami Doji tomorrow night. I play winner. So twitch.tv slash I play winner. I will be there. Sam will probably maybe be there. Anything else going on this week? Um, outside of that, man, no. Really not. You? Nope. Nope. Sam, you? Nope. Tyler, you? Just another successful men's basketball league. Thank you, Pete Livingston. Hey, I do it. I do it Rock for on. you. I do, do it, it for the, the people. He do, it's an adult men's basketball league, but he does it for I, the kids. I do it for the kids. He does it for the kids. We lost. Yeah, that's okay. We lost the Sal's team. There are worse teams to lose to. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so, but yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. It'll be fun, we promise, because it's always fun with us. Tyler, thank you for, for yeah, coming Tyler, on. Thank you for yeah, being no, here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. Look at them, uh, Tyler, this do you have any happen. parting words? Uh, you, you're on 60,000 watts <laughs> of power. I see that. That's being channeled across the, 60, the nation. 60,000 milliwatts, which is universe. six watts. You're overwhelming me right now, but uh, oh, God. This, is, this is wonderful. This is uh, thank you very much for having me on. 1.6 gigawatts. <laughs> thank you. 1.21, excuse Tyler me. Tyler is a gigawatt. Aww. He's a gigolo. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Very nice. But thanks, guys. We will see you next week. Until then, hasta luego. We got to put this back. Put the fireman hat. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>